Good evening, everybody. Are you ready for a fall music festival tonight? 
Well, thanks for being here. If you're new to Victory, maybe this is your first time being here. Maybe you came with a friend. Uh, We're so glad that you're here, and we sure hope you'll come back and join us again very, very soon. Hey, if you happen to be visiting with us tonight, there's a green and white communication card in the pew back right in front of you. Do us a great big favor. Fill out that little card, and then later in the service when the offering bag comes by, just drop it in. It lets us know a little bit about you. It allows us to send you a thank you card for being a part of our service today. Be sure if, uh, if you didn't get a bulletin at one of our campuses this morning, pick up one tonight before you leave all kinds of things going on. Next Sunday, we launch into a brand new message series entitled Real Life. You know, life's not a game. Life's got issues. You've got fears. You've got problems. You've got things that you run into. What happens when all that happens in your life, when things don't go the way that you want them to go? Who do you turn to? How do you approach it? This three-part series is going to address all of that. I think you're really, really going to learn from it and grow through it. Um, If you missed this morning's connection class, membership class on this campus, next Sunday morning we have one at our Lakeside Village campus at the Cobb Theater, and you can go out there at 9.30 in the morning and be a part of that and still become a member and get all the information you need how to plug into Victory Church. We'd sure love to have you do that. Also, we have our our Lakeland Family Fair. This is our third time we've done this fair. It's right out here in front. We'll have thousands of people come out for more than 20 different carnival rides, all kinds of carnival food and concessions. You can just eat yourself to death and have a great, great time doing it. Bring the whole family out. It's a great way to kick off the fall season. And again, all of the proceeds go to help with youth and kids' missions around the world. So, you know, every dime you're spending out there is helping all the profits going to missions, and we appreciate that. Um, It is this Thursday through Sunday is the carnival, each each afternoon and evening of the week. Uh, You can get more information in the lobby. Matter of fact, tonight is the last night to pick up your discount tickets. Normally, a one-day unlimited is going to be $20, but tonight it's $15. But after tonight, it goes up to the $20, and you'll only be able to buy them at the gate. So bring your whole family out. Invite a friend. Again, remember we've been talking about the main thing. The main thing is reaching people for Christ. And that's a great way to do it. Get them on the campus and let them meet a lot of people. Let people love on them and encourage them. And maybe someday they'll come back into a, and be in a service with you and get to hear the message of Jesus Christ. Well, why don't you stand? We're going to kick off some great music in just a moment. But before we do, cross the aisles, hug some necks, shake some hands, and tell everybody, hey, you look good tonight in your casual attire. remain standing tonight, everybody. Sing some old songs of the church, some camp meeting style songs. How many remembers those songs? We're going to sing a few of those tonight. Here we go.
Good evening, church. My name is Judah Crowder. I'm Elizabeth Crowder. And I'm Jonah Crowder. And we are so excited to be here and be members of Victory Church. We uh, hope you enjoy uh, these fun old time songs. to see that day when we all fly away. Some that morning when this life is over, I'll fly away to a home on God's celestial shore.
You guys want to hear one more? All right. Put your hands together like this. Well, life on the farm is kind of ain't back, ain't much to no country for the pecan. Turn it around. Early in the sack, I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, the simple kind of life never did me no harm. I raised me a family and working on a farm. The days are all filled with an easy country charm. I thank God I'm a country boy. Well, I got me a fine wife, got the old fiddle. When the sun's coming up, it takes on the griddle. Life ain't nothing but a funny, funny riddle. Thank God I'm a country boy. When the work's all done and the sun's had love, pull out the fiddle and rise up the bar.
Now, right now I want to introduce someone. About a year ago, we had the privilege of hiring someone upon our staff that has made such a profound impact upon so many children. I'd like to introduce you to Chuck the Duck and, of course, uh, Pastor John. How are y'all doing tonight? Yeah, we are so glad to be here at the Hillbilly Convention. No, 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 this is the Fall, fall Music Festival. I don't know, take a look, especially that guy right there. Who? Pastor Tim. Pastor Tim? Yeah, I think he read D-Y-O-D. Stop. Bring your own banjo. Sorry. No, he's not. I know. Well, uh, today we are going to be talking about, just a minute, what? What is all this hay? Well, this is part of the Fall Music Festival decor. Oh, I'm allergic to hay. You're allergic to hay? Yeah. When did you find that out? Last week. Found it out last week, yeah. Uh, how did you find that out? Well, I, I developed a sneeze. Like, achoo. That was it? Yeah, pretty serious. Achoo. Uh, okay, so what did you do about it? Well, I went to the doctor. Uh-huh. And was the doctor able to help you out? Oh, yeah. Well, what did he do? He gave me a laxative. <laughs> he gave you a laxative? Yep. For a sneeze? Yep. Well, uh, did it work? Oh, yeah, sure did. Now I'm afraid to sneeze. <laughs> yep. And actually, I sneezed on that one time, and I was like, clean up the aisle, too. Okay. Stop. Stop. <laughs> this is horrible. Hey, uh, Chuck, what, what are you sitting on? Uh, uh, a, a chair, I think? Uh, no, what are you sitting on? Uh, nothing. No, what is, what is, what is this? Uh, I don't want to talk about it. You don't want to talk about it? No. Just uh, go on with the show. Get your banjo out. No, we're not doing that. Sing your song. No, we're not doing that. What is this? Um, this? Yes. This right here? Yes, that. It's uh, Pastor David's towel. <laughs> Pastor David Carlisle's towel? Yeah. It's anointed. <laughs> really? Yeah. So I thought I'd borrow it for a nice song. You're going to sing a song? No. But you took it. Did he give it to you? Well, not exactly. Uh, he was in his dressing room. Wait, he has a dressing room here? Yeah. He was getting his makeup done, and uh, I just kind of borrowed it, and I was like, hi, hi. I was like, look, a unicorn. <laughs> really? Yeah, and then I was like, oh, I guess it's a regular horse. Okay. So you took his towel. Why did you do that? Well, like I said, it's anointed. Really? Yeah. So you want to see? You guys want to see this? Yeah. Pastor Tim does. Okay. All right. Just take the towel. Okay. And wipe it on my forehead. Okay. Like this. Like that. Raise your hands in the sanctuary. <laughs> see that? It was pretty cool. I told you it was anointed. It's like Elijah. I want your mantle. Okay. Stop. You want to try it again? Okay, I guess we could try it again. <laughs> Glory to God in the highest. I'm really tall. Well, <laughs> that, is, that is pretty cool, but uh, uh-oh. I don't know if this is a towel. Are you sure? I thought I grabbed the right one. Maybe it was the unicorn talk. I don't know. Maybe, here, why don't you just put this in your mouth? Are you kidding me? Well, I only have one hand. Where's your other hand? Never mind. Just hold that right there. Okay, let me just, you know, right there. Let's see. I'll grab this end, and we'll see if we can. 
You can't see this? Um, it is, this is not a, a town. Let's see. Oh my lord, I think I gotta go to the doctor again. Oh my goodness. Well, that explains a lot. It explains the stops. So stop, stop. Well, Chuck, we're going to get going with the show tonight. And right now, we have a very special song. Wait, are we going to sing? No, we're not going to sing. But there's a song that has been written about someone in this room very special. Well, thank you. Not about you. But I'd like to present to you the ballad of Wayne Blackburn. In Lakeland, there's a legend told of a man whose actions are brave and bold, a man who lives on the ragged edge of life. A man who's quick and unafraid, driving around in a big white Escalade. Besides Jesus, the only one he listens to is his wife. He was born to a family of humble means, a son of a butcher, so it seems. He says what he does, and he does just what he says. He carries a bag of McDonald's fries, got narrow king, hawk-like eyes, and he's determined like a freight train with a head. Since the day he came to town, things ain't been the same. Old Lakeland's never seen the likes of a blackbird named Wayne. So gather round and listen, there's a legend to be learned. The story of a mighty man, the ballad of Lane Blackburn. Well, it's pert near 30 years ago when the good Lord told Wayne he should go to Lakeland and a church called Victory. So he called his deputy to his side and on recuss the name of Dan McBride and they rode to town to see what they could see. Since the day he came to town, things ain't been the same. Old Lakeland's never seen the likes of a blackbird named Wayne. So gather round and listen, there's a legend to be learned. The story of a mighty man, the ballad of Wayne Blackbird. Well, the devil heard what was going down. He met Wayne on the edge of town. Just stop right there, he said in an evil quip. Wayne said, devil, you don't know me, but I'm a type A personality and have the shooting iron of God's word on my hip. The devil summoned all his might, his posse laughing with delight. Six games come out blazing to the sky. Well, you might have thunk young Wayne was done, but his determination was next to none, and he mowed him down just like a hurricane's eye. Oh, since the day he came to town, things ain't been the same. Old Lakeland's never seen the likes of a blackbird named Wayne. So gather round and listen, there's a legend to be learned. The story of a mighty man, the ballad of Wayne Blackburn. Since then, he's led victory. His legend's grown, as you can see. These days, he lives a quiet kind of life. 
But with all his talent and his skills, his true life's work won't be fulfilled until he finds old Deputy Dan a wife. Oh, since the day he came to town, things ain't been the same. Oh, it's been never seen of the backbird named Wayne. So gather round and listen, there's a legend to be learned. The story of a mighty man, the pallet of Wayne Blackbird. Blackbird, Blackbird. <laughs> so. So tell, tell me something. Uh, thank you, everybody. How, do, how, do, how does something like this happen? I mean, who, who, who's responsible? I think the word is snookered. Snookered. I've been I got snookered. snookered. You got snookered. I got snookered. Who, who wrote the lyrics? He's close by. <laughs> and, he's, and he's laughing his head off right now. Glenn? Glenn. I have to be honest, Pastor. I, I, I have to be honest. So, uh, Glenn wrote that. Thank you, Glenn. Now, now that I'm really in trouble, Glenn, thank you. So did Glenn write the part about Dan uh, get it, getting a wife? Yes, sir. You know, uh, we have a, a reception for Royal Rangers after church tonight. Did you know that? Yes. It's also Glenn's farewell. <laughs> Thanks, Glenn. God bless. Glenn, call me. Pastor, we're going to do a little something uh, about you. Do you mind? You know, it's like I, I, help yourself. I had no idea. Ushers, would you come? We receive the tithe and offering. And let the kids slip out uh, to where, where you're going, safe and secure over there. Are you having a good time so far? It's just a little different. How about, uh, how about the, the Crowder family? I mean, those guys are, and gals are just phenomenal. But their mama and their daddy are phenomenal too. They're right here, uh, came in today. So uh, God bless you guys. Thank you for being here. They're Southeastern students at Southeastern University, just doing a great, great job. We love in Jesus. Uh, do everything that you can to spread the gospel, and let's, let's, let's just make the good news the good news. Father, in Jesus' name, we are so thankful for the abundance of your grace. We are thankful that we can gather together tonight. We just, oh God, for all the people who really prepared and worked hard and made tonight happen, we're just so thankful for that. But now we come time to receive the tithe and offering. We just pause for a moment for those in Puerto Rico, those in the Gulf Coast right now. Pray for those in Houston. We pray for those in Las Vegas. We just pray for all those people. We gather many other places right now that need your divine touch. And here we sit, enjoying ourselves and having some fun, and we're not ashamed. We're grateful for it. But we want you to know that we do pray and we honor those who need that touch, Lord. So now as we receive the tithe and the offering, we give out of a heart of gratefulness to you. In Jesus' name, amen.
These guys are good, aren't they? Every Sunday they're good. You know, one of the things that really is, is delightful for me is to see young people who uh, take music lessons. I wish I could see more young people today taking piano lessons and playing in the school band uh, instead of the video games, you know what I'm saying? I, and it's always wonderful to see young people who take lessons and hone their instrument and then finally come into our orchestra and play the music that we play. Alex Barrow is playing the flute tonight. She played at Nationals Fine Arts, traveled all the way to California, and and played for the whole nation out there. Alex, you're going to play an old hymn called Saved, Saved. Put your hands together tonight for Alex 
Amen. Join with us tonight as we sing some of the old songs of the church. When I 
Somebody ought to put your hands together tonight for the Lord. Give him a praise.
Rush, y'all have fun singing those songs? Man, if you couldn't tell we were having fun tonight, Pastor, that one song we sang about you, though, was the best one, I think. You just won't let, let it go, will you? I knew you were baiting me to say that, and I just, that's where we had to go. That's where you swimming. It's and good. I wasn't laughing too much. Hey, you see your daddy back there when you're up there singing? He was weaving a little bit. He's weaving. He just gets contortions. It's like he gets contorted back there. We had a great time tonight. So I hope you did. I, I hope everybody out here liked it. I, I mean, I think they've had know, a pretty so, good time. Tonight. Yeah. Thanks, Russ. <laughs> I need me a dummy. I mean, a puppet. <laughs> Almost 18 years of age, some of you have been here 
all 28 years, uh, you know this story. But at 17 and a half years of age, 18, I, I was dating Sharon, and I, I live in Eagle Lake, Florida. How I many know where that's at? It's just there. One was one traffic light. I think there's still one traffic light. Uh, but if you get to that traffic light, you're headed toward Winter Haven and turn right from that traffic light. My homestead where I live is three miles from that light out there. My mom still lives there. About a mile and a half out of Eagle Lake or a mile out of Eagle Lake, there's a, a lake over there. It's called Lake McLeod. Lake McLeod. I didn't think until now why they named it Lake McLeod, but at any rate. So it's uh, probably, um, I don't know, um, 10 o'clock at night. Sharon had to be home early. And as I was running out, it's a moonlit night, and I won't ever forget it, and I'm just trucking, headed home, and uh, the Holy Spirit. So I, I feel called to the ministry. I'm I'm preaching already, and I, I felt like that God spoke to me, and this is what's so unusual. Said, stop the car, run around the car seven times. Now, we all know how corny that is. <laughs> I mean, seven times, you know, Joshua went around the walls of Jericho, Jericho. How many times? Seven times. So I figured God got his numbers right, and I thought, you know what? Um, I have a little pride. So why am I going to run around the car seven times? Nonetheless, I felt the Holy Spirit do it. I put her up there in park, look back, nobody's coming. <laughs> I got out, and I got to tell you, you're talking about like a streak of lightning. <laughs> I peeled the pain off the car. It was so fast. It just sucked it right off. Got in the car, went to pull it down into drive, take off, and the Lord said, do it again. I said, this is the stupidest thing I've ever done in my life. But why, 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 why? Hey, what do I have to lose? Nobody came that period of time. I got out around seven more times and took on off. Always bugged me, though, when I actually got, why, why did I do that? What was up with that? Never, I never understood it, you know? I just just one of those things you did and you never knew and it didn't and after a while it didn't bother me you know I saw no, nobody was there you know so nobody saw it so I don't have to apologize to anybody except I know in my heart of hearts I did what I felt like the Holy Spirit said to me how many of you still believe God speaks I mean that voice that speaks to you he does we, we don't often hear about that and as we're obedient to the Lord that's extremely important. God speaks to me in my time of prayer and times, um, you know, he just speaks. I had, I, I told mull over it and think about it. But I had a story of a young man who was really asking that question. His pastor talked about the story of Samuel and Eli and all that God spoke and Samuel asked you know, went, Lord, yes, Lord, what would you call me, etc. And God was speaking to his heart. And, and the young man really had a, a diligent desire to, to do what God wanted him to do. And, 
And so as they left the service that night, he had a little group or small group that met, met at a restaurant and they went and they continued to talk about it. He got in his car and he sat there in the parking lot and he said, God, if you, if you really speak to people, would you speak to me? If you really do that, I, and God saw his heart. God saw the purity of his heart. He saw the sincerity of his heart. And the Holy Spirit spoke to him and said, I want you to buy a gallon of milk. Now, for a young man, what, what do you need a gallon of milk? God, I've got, a, I've got milk, you know. Uh, I don't need to buy a gallon of milk. He thought, okay. He put his car in drive, and he's driving home. We lived several miles out of town. And that voice got stronger by a gallon of milk. He thought, okay, I prayed, you know, God speak to me, and what do I have to lose? You know, I love milk. I'll take the milk home and, and drink it, you know. And so he stopped and pulled in and, and got him a gallon of milk, put it in his car, and was thought, wow, I remember that feeling. I did that. That's over now. And he had the gallon of milk, and he thought, okay, I can go home now. And he was on his way home and was still in the edge of town, and the Holy Spirit said, turn here, 7th Street. 7th, turn here. He thought, turn here? This is not a great part of town. And, and he said, I went on past and got a couple of blocks, but boy, it was like I, I could hardly breathe. So I turned around, and I turned in the direction that I felt God was, how many of you believe God does things like that? I just want to ask one more time. And he said, I turned down, and the area was not the best part of town. It was, you'd see a nice home, and then you'd see some businesses, and they were closed. You'd see some commercial buildings, and then you'd see some houses that were not so nice. And I'm just going down the block. And all of a sudden, that voice said, stop. He said, I, I stopped. He said, I'm in tune now. I stopped. And when I stopped, he said, the Holy Spirit spoke, take the milk to that house right there. He said it was dark. It was a run-down looking house. And he said, I, this is, this is a, not in a good place here. That's right, take the milk. He said, I I got the milk, got out, and walked to the door. It, the house, it looked like a dim light in back, and I, I knocked on the door, he said, thinking, I'm, I'm going to get shot, and knocked on the door, and I heard a voice inside holler, who is it? What do you want? And he said, by the time I came to the conclusion, I need to run. <clears throat> he said, the door opened, and there stood a man in a pair of khaki pants with a t-shirt he said what do you want he said i told him, i don't i don't i want i don't want anything here <laughs> and gave him the gallon of milk he said the minute i gave him the gallon of milk he said the man went to weeping and he went to speaking in spanish and he took it and almost ran down the hallway speaking in Spanish. He said, I was dumbfounded 
He said, in a moment, the baby was crying, and there's a, a lady that came out with a gallon of milk, and she was headed to the kitchen. She said, on her way, come in. And he said, in a minute, the man who came to the door had a small baby, probably, I don't know, 15 months, 18 months old. And he was weeping, and he said, I was just praying. We paid our bills, and we didn't have enough money to buy the milk that we need for our baby. And his wife spoke up, and I prayed, God, would you send an angel with some milk for the baby? She said, are you that angel? He said, I just heard the voice of the Holy Spirit. You see, you can have several emotions right now. You can say, well, that's a nice little story, and it is. You can say, I want to be skeptical, and you can be. Or you can choose to have simple faith and say, you know what, I believe God still speaks. I still want my heart to be tender enough that when God speaks, I have the boldness to say, okay. What I have found out when God speaks, it's usually not something that makes you comfortable. It usually makes you a little uncomfortable. I didn't know when I ran around that car that time until... maybe 15 or 20 years later. You've heard this story. It's still a great story, and it's true. And Taylor, our first grandchild, had the E. coli bacteria. And Dr. Red, Henry Red, said she probably won't live through the night. We rushed to all children's hospital. It's the first grandbaby. She loved to take the watch that I wore, and she'd take it and undo it. And She was sick with tubes in her, and I walked. By the time they got her settled, we rushed from Lakeland to there. It was midnight or so. She reached up and grabbed my watch and did it with her little finger. I thought, oh, God, you've got to do something. I went from there down to the chapel, and I began to pray. God... I got a grandbaby that we love who's been stated she won't make it through the night. I really need you to do something here. And the Holy Spirit said to me, <clears throat> Do you remember the night you ran around the car? I said, Do I remember? Yeah, I do. He said, that night you proved your obedience to me. I called you into ministry. And you have been obedient. And I'm going to heal your grandbaby because you were obedient. And the next morning, the doctor said, they knew I was a minister. The doctor said, 
her granddad must have touched someone upstairs because what we thought was inevitable did not happen. She is going to make it. What I'm trying to tell you, what I'm trying to tell you, what I'm trying to tell you, he still does that. And he may speak to your heart and you have no idea why God's telling you to head in that direction or to be obedient to that even though you don't have the foggiest idea. But see the beauty of it, God's always got a plan. He's always got something going on. And if you are faithful to him and are obedient to him, he will work through you to benefit his kingdom. But you and I have to be obedient to the cause of Christ. Amen. Let's give the Lord one more clap offering. So, Heavenly Father, we pause to pray now and we thank you for all the beneficial things that you've given to us. We pray for our online audience, those that are online watching right now. We ask a blessing upon them. Though they do not have the privilege to be here in the community meeting tonight, they're there watching on Facebook, watching online, victorylakeland.org, and you speak through the airwaves. Would you touch them? And would you touch those of us in this room tonight? And God, as we honor you and as we praise you, we want to do everything that we can to be faithful to you. And sometimes our best days are not quite good enough. But God, here's the beauty. You pick us up when we falter. You pick us up when we stumble. You pick us up when we may not pay attention. And you are the God of second chances. You're the God of love and grace and mercy. I pray in your name. So just in case someone's listening now or someone's in this room, I'm going to ask everybody to repeat this prayer just so that we know. Dear Jesus, forgive me. I have missed doing the things that I should. I have misbehaved. But tonight, I'm asking for forgiveness. I believe by faith you love me. So here's my heart. Here's my life. I will do as you ask me to do. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Put your hands together and let's just thank God. Can we do that? So, so I, I think this is probably the best one of these that we've ever had. But one of the things I was thinking about... <clears throat> One of the things I was thinking about, can you, this is not talent we flew in here. This all talent that goes to church here, friend. How did we get so blessed to have that? So would you give them one more hand? Here we go. One more song. Let's go, everybody.
Let's go. Do it again. <laughs> Well, that's all we have, everybody. That's about, that's the shebang, okay? So we have the ranger, uh, just a little reception over there. Is that correct? 116, turn to somebody and say, if you didn't have a good time tonight, something's wrong with you. Go ahead. Let the Holy Spirit speak through you. God bless you. Love you, everybody. How about putting your hands together one more time for these guys and these gals? Thank you. Glenn, God bless you. Eddie. All of you, you just did a great job. Wonderful.